Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to the Mr. Speaks podcast. Uh, this one, well, first of all, I got to do a little bit of administrative stuff. I know initially my first one I did in January, I said I was going to do two a month. I only did one last month. Y'all got to forgive me for that. I ended up moving and I got sick for like a whole two weeks and I started a new job. A lot of stuff happened. I ain't really had time to record. I wasn't even in the mood to record or do one. But we'll get back on it. We're starting off February pretty strong. So that's that administrative stuff. On this edition of the podcast, this is kind of like an offshoot of the initial stuff. Because this is going to be a special one where me and my cousin... Introduce yourself, man. I'll, 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 I don't have a special nickname picked out. You can pick out a special <laughs> nickname for yourself. Well, I'm going to call myself Mr. T for today. Mr. T. My cousin, Mr. T. And he knows he does not pity you, fool. You're uh, rocking them rock. <laughs> <laughs> you really are. You really are. Uh, what we're going to do, at least initially, is we're going to be going through and reviewing uh, WWE content, specifically pay-per-views at this point right now. Depending on how well this do or how time goes and if I want to keep paying for the WWE Network, uh, we're going to be reviewing a lot of stuff. But right now, the first one we're doing is the Royal Rumble. Uh, we are currently at the time of this recording. It's a week after the Royal Rumble. So a lot of stuff has happened between now and then. So initially what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the matches from the Royal Rumble and then... Yeah, probably a little bit of something else after that. We're making it up as we go on. This isn't good. None of this is really scripted. And nothing like nothing like that thought out. So we just gonna we just gonna see how it goes. All right, <clears throat> we gonna start off with our first review of the Royal Rumble. We're gonna go through each match. Uh, I got the match list pulled up, and uh, you said you only watched the pre-show, right? Um, or the kickoff show. It's not called the pre-show anymore. It's the kickoff show. Sorry. <laughs> Whatever they wouldn't call it. But anyways, I didn't get the United States Championship match, but I saw the 12-5 live match. And from that on, I saw the main stuff. Okay. And that's about that's about when I started off, too. Because I had to, yeah, I started off at the uh, U.S. title match. I didn't even get a chance to watch the uh, first Raw Tag Team match. But we can get into it. Okay, so the first match on the card was the Raw Tag Team Championship. Uh, it was Bobby Roode and Chad Gable going up against Scott Dawson and Razor or AOP. Now, I don't know why. I, I feel bad for the Revival anyway and AOP. But I actually feel worse because I legit forgot that they were the Tag Team Champions. Like, they don't show them on TV, like, at all. But, yeah, in the match, I, I didn't watch the match, so I can't really call it. But uh, Rude and Gable retained, which they should have. I don't know. I don't have any thoughts on that match because I didn't really watch it. Wait, any, any thoughts on why why they had that weird pairing of Razor and Dawson? Uh, well, I guess since one member of the Revival got an injury, besides that, I don't even know what's happening with this. I don't know. I feel bad, man. Cause it's not that I don't like Chad Gable. I, I actually love Chad Gable. He's very underrated. One of my sleeper hits for one of my favorite wrestlers. But I just legit forgot that they were the tag team champions. It, it was funny. I was thinking about it, too. I was like, who are the tag team champions on Raw? Because the tag team division does not get any love. So that was just that. Uh, but congrats on them for retaining. So we'll move on to the next match, which was uh, Rusev versus... Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, the match itself was okay, minus the screwy ending. 
Uh, Rusev had just won the title and then just dropped it immediately back to Shinsuke Nakamura. I don't know why Shinsuke Nakamura lost it in the first place. Again, but these are two people who, again, I think are criminally underrated. Uh, what did you think of the match in general? You did watch well, this one, right? Or you caught this one? I didn't watch it, but um, I've seen your face off before. and Both of them are pretty hard hitters, strong style, and all that quick pass stuff like that. Though they did, well, they do pretty well against each other. Um, they like to cheap shot each other at times, and yeah, that's how the title gets back and forth. But um, following that, on I would want to say on SmackDown. Uh, hello, hello, hello. Okay, we're gonna say that. We're gonna We only go keep it in this because I do want to talk about a lot of other yeah. stuff too. But this is just we keeping it in the realm of right. what happened in the Royal Rumble, so. Shinsuke Nakamura ended up winning, beating Rusev, getting the title back for the time being. Yes, for the time uh, being. For the time being, but <laughs> I mean, I was like, I guess Shinsuke Nakamura won it. I mean, I hate how they use them. They don't really value the U.S. title anyway. Like, yeah. It's just as bad as the tag team titles at this point. At least right. the Raw tag team titles. We'll get to the SmackDown tag team titles in a minute. But we're moving on to one of the better matches on the card, in my opinion. It was the uh, Cruiserweight... Uh, one second. It was the cruiserweight. Yeah, the fatal four-way. Yeah, the fatal four-way with the cruiserweights with uh, Buddy Murphy, Kalisto, <coughs> Hideo Itami, and uh, Akira Tozawa. Uh, I thought this match was very good. Uh, it did exactly what it was supposed to. It got the crowd engaged. Uh, Buddy Murphy, you know, ended up retaining after he hit his move. Is it called the Murphy Effect or Murphy's Law? It's called Murphy's Law. Murphy's Law. Okay, yeah, because I keep hearing people call it the Murphy Effect, and I'm like, that's not, I don't sound right. But I thought the match was pretty good. Everybody had enough time to get all their offense in, and Buddy Murphy retained. I don't have anything bad to say about that match. I, I liked it. I rather enjoyed it. Yeah, I liked it too. It was pretty back and forth action uh, between all four members of the matchup, and yeah, it had the ending that it was supposed to have with Murphy capitalizing on what was presented to him, and he got the job done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got, I got no qualms with that. I think Buddy Murphy's a good champion. He's He's been defending it well. They, they, I like how they booked him, too, as like a strong champion, not like as a paper champion, and not as a transitional champion, either. It looks like he's going to be set up for a lengthy title run. Uh, I have a couple thoughts, my own thoughts on 205 Live, but other than that, I think they need a little bit. At this point, I think they probably might have to have like their own pay-per-view or something. Because I feel like when they put them on like these novelty matches, like it's supposed to get eyes to 205 Live, but given where it is on the card, like, I don't know. That's just me personally. That's something we could probably revisit to. Uh, we're going to move on to the next match. It was the SmackDown Women's Title Match. Uh, Oscar versus, versus versus Becky Lynch, which was one of the best matches of the night. Very hard hitting, uh, no qualms about it. Hard hitting match, and the shock ending would surprise a lot. Becky tapped out to the Oscar lot. So, what are your thoughts on that? Oh man, <laughs> Corey Graves is one cold brother. That's <laughs> what I got to say about that. He had to ooh, put Becky Lynch down after her loss. Mm-hmm. That was kind of messed up, but I enjoyed the match. It was nice back and forth action. Uh, Asuka, she's pretty fire, so you know she was probably going to win the match. 
I was hoping that, I mean, I kind of knew that she would win anyway, but I'm glad they made the win, like, kind of dominant, because even still, she's the SmackDown Women's Champion, but, you know, with Becky Lynch being as hot as she is, like, figuratively, like, you know, on a hot streak, this is, I'm not objectifying women here, though she is rather attractive, anywho, like, it feels like that, Becky Lynch is overshadowing the champion, and I still feel like the way they booked Asuka, like, as a, hello, wait, 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 Love, love you. I know. All right. This is this is okay. That that was Mrs. There. Uh, it's a tonight's a sunny day out here. Uh, I need I really need to put a sign on my door when I'm recording. We'll be keeping all this in. I'm not going back and uh, editing that out. Uh. Right, what was I? Okay, yeah, with Becky Lynch. Yeah, with Oscar. Like, they haven't really booked her to be dominant. You know, I don't think WWE does really good with uh, people not from America as their champions. And English is not Oscar's very, you know, her first language. She's Japanese, so she doesn't do that well on the mic. So I feel like a lot of times she gets overshadowed, but I like that they booked her strongly and went over Becky Lynch that way. So that was my thoughts on that. Any other thoughts you had on that? Well, I feel like um, when they're on NXT, they, they're pretty over. But when they get to the main roster, sometimes they don't really get the attention that they really need to the superstars. Mm-hmm. Kind of get lost in the shuffle. Plus, like, on the, sh- on the main s- shows, they already have, like, their storyline. So it's kind of hard to fit new people into, like, an ongoing storyline. Right. Depending on what their vision is, but... Again, I like this win for Oscar. She came out as a looking pretty dominant, which was some good long story, long term storytelling for Becky on her part. You know, because she had that little moment of doubt when she's at the end of the ring where she was like, "Nah, I just tapped out. I don't know what's gonna happen." So that's something that really visit later on in the, uh, in the night. Uh, moving on to the next match, the world's greatest tag team, as I call them, are uh, old besties. Yeah, old besties. <laughs> Shane, uh, the man in the Miz versus the Bar. Uh, for the SmackDown Tag Team Champions uh, Championship, and the world's greatest tag team won. Uh, Shane Man hit an impressive shooting star press. Uh, I don't know what the long-term plan for this is, but I I, I, I don't see it. Not that I this is I have nothing against Shane Man. You know he's 49, performing shooting star presses, going coast to coast. You know takes a lot. You know he's billed as the world's greatest. Uh, Wrestler, you know, the world's best from winning the World Cup at the greatest Royal Rumble. But, uh, not Royal Rumble, Crown Jewel. Uh, I don't know. I, I just feel like they still not utilizing tag teams very well. I mean, somebody had to get fed to them for their storyline to progress. I'm thinking it's going to lead to something at WrestleMania. But for keeping this in the realm of the night, I, I didn't really too much care for this match because, I mean, I, I'm still dis- disappointed. That they did it, but it didn't really do nothing for me. Anything for you? Well, I'm not really a big fan of the Miz, but him being with Shane, I guess, gives me a little heartwarming effect on him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it it does. I mean, okay, I can't talk about the booking. I mean, it does. Is like you know, I like I like the Miz. You know, I think he's pretty good, and I still think he should be given another shot <coughs> at the uh, WWE title, but. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I do like the Miz, but I just I just feel bad for the rest of the tag team because there's like a lot of tag teams that don't really get utilized. But that was the end of that match. Then it was over to the the Raw Women's Title Championship match: Ronda Rousey versus Sasha Banks. Uh, I didn't expect any other result. I knew Ronda Rousey was going to win. Uh, I'm kind of glad that they gave Sasha Banks the match, but I'm, when I when this match is instantly booked, like I knew that she wouldn't win. But I mean, I'm glad she got some time, you know, to get a match in Ronda Rousey. The match was pretty good, but I could have done without this match. You could have just had them do something else, like talk or even get like a little brawl or something. But I just knew coming out, Ronda Rousey wasn't going to lose. So again, one of those matches that I really didn't too much care for it. Well, I feel like they put her. On a <coughs> oh, I, <laughs> I feel like they put her on a good show. Yeah. Uh, get the crowd involved through some back and forth maneuvers, mm-hmm. and ultimately you had to put Linda Rosie over because you know she's pretty strong right now, and uh, she's on fire with her her promos and her wrestling style. So yeah, she had to she had to win. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, I just knew that she wasn't winning because I know at they're building up. They well at this point they're building to WrestleMania Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte. Uh, Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch for the time yeah. being. Uh, you might get Charlotte on in there, but that's something else we talk about briefly after we get through the review. But for the terms of this, we keep it in this perspective for this. Uh, Ronda Rousey won. Then really, it was cool, I guess. Then we move on to the Women's Royal Rumble. Um, lots of lots of interesting spots in that. Uh, we had uh, Io Shirai and Kyrie Sane come in, help each other out. Uh, uh, I can't think of her name. I'm sorry if I pronounce it. Shy Shy Lane. Uh, I just know she was a striker and she had like this this, this kind of botched spot with Nia Jax, which tried to do a backflip. I don't think she got enough air kind of fell. Oh, that. I know you talk about that. Yeah. Uh, MVP of my book was actually uh, Rhea Ripley. She had a good showing, but nobody really talked about it. She had a good showing in that match. Uh, and Zelina Vega, you know, I, li- I liked her entrance with the actual Vega stuff. I'm not sure a lot of people caught that. Yeah, that was, that was, that was something. Yeah, that was something there in the horn saw the spot. Uh, but uh, in the end, uh, it came down to oh, oh sorry my other MVP is, is Ember Moon like she she was just putting the Iron Woman spot like you know the person that lasts and has a good strong but doesn't and never we win she took a lot of punishment like everybody that came in like she just got leveled by everybody she took a lot of punishment so I thought that you know maybe we would do something different but oh no no uh, we had. Number 28, I think it was 28, spot where Lana was coming out. She got hurt earlier at a uh, Rusev and Rusev and Nakamura match. She got knocked off the rope, off the apron and hurt her knee. Uh, Nia Jax came down, made her hurt worse. Becky Lynch came out to Fit Finley, and Fit Finley has the authority to override everybody. Just let her go in a match. Somehow. Somehow, <laughs> yeah. Let her go in a match. Uh, she eliminated, uh, I think she eliminated Nia Jax. Took a little time out to gloat. Uh, Nia pushed her off the steel steps and she, air quotations here, hurt her knee. And, you know, I think, I can't remember the final four, but it inevitably came down to uh, Charlotte versus Becky for the last the last two main people in the match. 
Becky was really doing a good job of selling her leg, you know, limping, limping. Charlotte looked like a crazy woman attacking her knee. Uh, it was pretty good. It was great storytelling, I will say that. And uh, just as Becky was getting ready to go out, Charlotte went for a big boot. Becky ducked it, uh, eliminated Charlotte, had an emotional thing break down. Char uh, Becky Lynch is going to WrestleMania. Uh, any thoughts you have on the match? Any parts you liked? Uh, I'm still pretty salty that England did not get set over. <laughs> me too, me <laughs> But too, I guess we'll too. wait till after WrestleMania for that. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, something new. Mm-hmm. Well, that was that match. Uh, Becklidge won. I'm not too mad at it. I kind of also, I always kind of expected it. But, yeah, it would be interesting to see how they build forward. You know, with Elimination Chamber coming up. You know, a couple of stuff coming up. But, that was that. Then we move on to the uh, WWE Championship match. It was the new Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. Uh, I, the match, I felt bad because where it was, it was immediately after the Royal Rumble, so the crowd wasn't really into it. But the two put on, the two, you know, they always do good matches. They, they, they do two put on good matches. Uh, I really like that spot that AJ Styles, he used to do a lot in TNA, but he busts out on pay-per-view. That moonsault, reverse DDT that he did on the outside of Daniel Bryan. I thought he was going to give him a concussion again, but I always like that spot. But the two worked well together. Uh, bit of controversy, though. Uh, an okay match was ruined by the shock return of Eric Rowan, who is has aligned himself with Daniel Bryan. Uh, during the last part of the match, uh, AJ Styles, uh, Daniel Bryan went for some type of move. It missed and knocked out the referee. AJ smashed Bryan with the Styles Clash. You know, one, two, three, or so you thought. Eric Rowan came in, grabbed AJ Styles by the face, choke slammed him, pulled Daniel Bryan over. Daniel Bryan wins, and Eric Rowan and Daniel Bryan on our team now. So I don't even know what's going on with that. <laughs> so neither. I guess we'll see when they piece it together completely. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> For now. No. Ooh. I mean, kudos to WWE for the swerve, because, yeah. I mean, I guess you could say no one saw it coming and they pulled yeah. one over, but, I mean, I'm kind of sad. I like the Bludgeon Brothers, you know, I mean, they were just, they were that monster team on SmackDown, and SmackDown doesn't really have, well, they do, but they really don't have a monster tag team like that, like they were, like a dominant tag team, right, and so, I don't know, I don't know where that leaves Luke Harper, so I don't know if they both align themselves whenever they come back, but... We'll see. We'll have to wait and see. Immediately after that match, we had the Universal uh, Championship match. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus, versus Finn Balor. Uh, I thought this match was pretty good. I think it was an underrated match. Uh, Finn looked pretty strong. He got in a lot of offense. Brock sold like a millionaire. You know, when he hit, when Finn pushed him into that uh, announce table, corner edge, I legit thought that Brock was really hurt. He was selling that well. Uh, match was good. Uh, Brock didn't. Brock actually didn't get a lot of offense in in that match. It was mostly Finn. I mean, Brock got his few power <coughs> moves, but it was all Finn. Uh, we we had the high hopes of the match of uh, Finn uh, hit him with sling blade, went up top, hit him with a coup de gras, got the one two. Brock reversed it and uh, put him in a Kimura lock, which that face has have, have a hundred memes of it. Finn taps out. Uh, match over after the match Brock just came back to Finn's Suplex City hit him with an F5 oh I'm sorry I forgot to mention that 
Uh, Finn Balor did reverse the F5 into a DDT, so Finn never actually got hit with the F5 during the match. Like, you know, a typical Brock Lesnar match. He comes in, German suplex you like 30 times, hits you with 16 F5s, and calls it a night. But no, I like the way that he so I mean, the, kudos again to WWE with this one, because I thought, I, I mean, I kind of knew that it wasn't going to be Finn, wasn't going to win, but they gave you that moment of hope of, oh man, maybe they really, really did. But there's also something else I wanted to point out, but I'll let you get your time, man, I want Keep talking over. You go ahead and share your thoughts on it. Uh, fighting Brock Lesnar, it's like a, a boss fight in the video games. <laughs> you, no matter what you do, you may lose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like that super boss that's, uh, you know, that's way too impossible to beat. Yeah, he gets one move and you done. Yeah, it takes out <laughs> half your health. And then, yeah, but, uh, this is something else. I, I think it's something that it's kind of like long-term story terror for Brock Lesnar. A lot of people don't know if he's going to come back or not. Uh, I don't think he should because, you know, the Universal title. I don't know why they're hyping the Universal title up to be higher than the WWE title. But, like, with some of the matches that Brock had, like, even his match with Dane Bryant, you know, Brock Lesnar didn't look as dominant. You know, he let those people get a little offense in. He wasn't looking as dominant. And even in this match with Brock, uh, Finn Balor, he still, like, he was hurting. Like, he was visible, well, selling, like, like he was visibly hurt. So I think in there, trying to do, like, the monster isn't that much of a monster anymore. So, at WrestleMania, we'll probably see the monster lose to this person because that's kind of what they've been, at least what I've been, you know, as, as like, a storytelling point. Uh, that's just my perspective. Which, yeah, any other thoughts on that? Well, storyline wise, I feel like they will eventually put over Braun Strowman to Brock Lesnar. Mm. Okay. That's something we can revisit to. Uh, and this leads into the final match of the night, which was uh, the 30 man Royal Rumble match. Uh, this one went by pretty fast. Like, everybody came in and out, like, it was pretty fast. Uh, it was the typical Royal Rumble long jumbo. I don't like, though, I was very disappointed in the escapes with Kofi Kingston because I kind of like a highlight now. A lot of these weren't impressive for me, except for the one where he kind of rolled on his back. That was kind of cool. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, other than Andrade, seeing I'm not going to just call him Andrade. I really hate how they just call him Andrade now. His name is Andrade Cien Almas. Okay, right. I'm not just. He looked impressive. Him and Rey Mysterio had like pretty much a match during the Royal Rumble. Where everybody was around him. Uh, I feel like I'm missing, missing spots because you know it's been a while since it's been a week about it. But uh, it all came down to Andrade. It was Andrade, Rey Mysterio, Randy Orton, sort of Seth Rollins. Oh, Seth Rollins got taken out in the spot where uh, Bobby Lashley came out. Uh, got immediately eliminated by Seth Rollins. Uh, Seth Rollins got pulled out, thrown through a table, you know, give you fake like your superstar, super hurt, and they just come back in at the end, uh, which was that <coughs> Seth Rollins and uh, Braun Strowman and uh, Nia Jax. Yeah. So apparently <laughs> you can um, you can beat up somebody. It's intergender now, at least for this time being. Uh, R-Truth was coming out at number 30 because he run a mix match challenge. Uh, he was coming out during this match uh, to do his intro. Nia Jax just physically whooped him, threw his face into the board. He actually got a little hurt in that. Uh, backstage reports saying he was really going to fight Nia Jax, but 
uh, whatever stuff happened. So Nia Jax came in and she eliminated Mustafa Ali. Poor Mustafa Ali. But uh, a bit of redemption happened when Dolph Ziggler super kicked her into. Uh, that's a, that was a bunch of stuff. He, she got super kicked, uh, 619 and RKO'd, and then just eliminated. Uh, I don't know why they did that. I don't know who that was for. I just felt bad for our truth because I wanted our truth to win. Uh, people started eliminating each other. They came down to Braun Strowman and Seth Rollins. A uh, bit of a back and forth exchange. They both men were on the apron. Uh, Seth Rollins hit the curb stomp on Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman was eliminated. Seth Rollins won. And that's how we closed out the Royal Rumble. Uh, any thoughts on during that match or any spots? I know I missed a lot of spots, but yeah. Well, WWE must be getting uh, bored or can't think of anything new because I remember that happening with Roman Reigns one time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, I knew Seth Rollins. I mean, everybody, the entire yeah. world knew that Seth Rollins was going to win. It wasn't that much of a surprise. Yeah, but too I, over. Yeah, he's he is the most over person in the company right now so I mean it's pretty obvious that they've been setting up like the Brock versus Rollins at Wrestlemania you know the, the person which is what they kind of wanted to do for Roman Reigns but you know Roman Reigns had that leukemia so we also pray for his recovery uh yeah but that's why I think Seth Rollins is going to win at Royal Rumble you know based off that long story telling where he had those matches with Daniel Bryan and Finn Balor where you know he had, well, he wasn't looking as dominant but they just gotta get the title off of Brock. So if they want to put it all in, all in on somebody, Seth Rollins is the guy that they picked. And I mean, I'm not too mad at it. I mean, if anybody else, you know, I would say either him or Finn Balor, or even Dean Ambrose. But this is like I would call this what first. That was the end of our Royal Rumble group. We just call this the backstage pass where we talk about extras, little stuff like future, our predictions. But uh, yeah. That was just my thoughts on that for the uh, Universal title. They got to put it on Seth Rollins at this point. I mean, I do like Brock Lesnar, but having the TV off, the title off the TV is not helping anybody. So that's just what I have for that. Uh, any other thoughts on that? Hmm. Well, now that I think about something, they could have had uh, Seth Rollins win and then had AJ Styles won the WWE Championship and that would have been a good match, Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. That would have really put WrestleMania over. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I don't, well, I'm pretty sure they probably had a match somewhere down the road, but I think it would probably be interesting, but it would have been too much of the storyline to build up. WrestleMania, you know, like two months away. I mean, they could, but I don't, they already had their beer. You already know, like, what the WrestleMania matches is. It's like they deal directly, specifically for WrestleMania. Everything else in between kind of really doesn't matter. So that's why it's like the, even the Elimination Chamber. Like I don't expect any major titles to change. You know, like the WWE and the Universal Champion. If they if they, if they have title matches, I don't expect them to change because they instantly build it for WrestleMania. So if they want Brock versus Rollins at WrestleMania, it's gonna be that. Probably the person that they put to fight Brock would probably have a good match, like with Finn, but they're not going to give it up. Even with the WWE Championship, with the new Daniel Bryan. Um, I mean, I like AJ Styles. I mean, I'm a, I've always been a big AJ Styles fan. But I kind of don't want to see him as a champion anyone either. 
I just I'm ready I'm ready to go all in on Andrade. I think he's put on a caliber matches with people like he already had like a good great match with AJ Styles. Uh, he can put on a good match with Daniel Bryan. Right now, him and Rey Mysterio are having good matches, showing off their athleticism. But again, I just think WWE with their foreign people as like a major champion, I don't think they do it that well. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Andrade. Well, I'm used to calling his full name Andrade. Yeah. almost. <laughs> yeah, he has been pretty fire at the moment. Mm-hmm. Him and Rey Mysterio have been putting on good matches, making me think of Lucha Libre. Mm-hmm. But that's another thing, too. Like, I don't want them to run that into the ground. You know, just because somebody does good together, don't mean you have to give them that same match every day if you get tired of it. That's something that they were supposed to avoid with the, this is a new era, new change, you know, but we're doing the same things. We won't highlight our tag team. Where is sanity? <laughs> no one knows where sanity is. Uh, you got, you brought, you had all these NXT call-ups. You put them in vignettes. Some of them were in the Royal Rumble. They don't have any screen time because we already have our storyline. Nikki Cross is just crazy. Oh, she's crazy. So she she's actually a very talented wrestler, but no, just make her smile like a crazy woman. That's what gets the fit people going. And uh, I don't know. I won't get too much of a rant. This podcast has been too long. But uh, a couple, one more, couple other points I want to make. I don't want them to do what they did with the bar, like how they had. They made Sheamus and Cesaro fight so much in terms of a tag team. It happened to work for them because you know they didn't really have too much else going on for them. Uh, so it worked and that experiment worked I feel like that's what they're doing with Nakamura and Rusev like how they just had them fight against each other all the time but because they fought against each other now they're going to become a tag team I don't think that benefits either one of them you should have never broke up Rusev Day okay Rusev Day could have been the great tag team champions but no if you don't if the WWE don't want you to be popular they will not allow you to be popular uh yeah, I, I just don't. I don't want to see the Miz and Shane Man at WrestleMania tag team champions either. I just want to see new tag team. Cricket, cricket. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. This is just the first podcast. You know, we just getting off all our thoughts. Uh, next one we do, which will probably be for Elimination Chamber, or if we just decide to talk about some other type of wrestling content, you know. It might not necessarily be wrestling content, but we might just make this specifically for wrestling content. Uh, that's all I got, man. Again, thank y'all for listening. Uh, if you take the time out, uh, this will be going up on Anchor. You can follow the podcast at anchor.fm slash Mr. Speaks. It is also on SoundCloud. Uh, SoundCloud slash Mr. Speaks as well as on that. Uh, YouTube, youtube.com slash Mr. Mrs. Underestimated. Uh, anything, if you listen to this on Anchor, thank you, I appreciate it. If you're listening to this on SoundCloud, thank you, I appreciate it. And if you're listening to this on YouTube, I appreciate it. Make sure you hit that like, share, all that good stuff. I make sure it goes out on all the social media platforms. Uh, if it's on YouTube, the links to the everything else will be on there. I'll put links to everything else where they need to go. Uh, until next time, y'all, this is Mr. and Mr. Mr. T. Mr. And we T. are out. We are out. All right, peace out.